This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amyal Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Thursday, the 16th of November, and the weather is very cloudy, just the way I like it. But... Today on the show, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be telling you guys how to watch the SpaceX launch its Mars rocket starship tomorrow, which would be a Friday. Yes, indeed. Coming up on today's show as well, we're talking all about Bing Chat because Microsoft has officially renamed Bing Chat to Co-Pilot as it plans to compete even more fiercely with ChatGPT. What are the latest updates? We're going to be giving you all that in just a bit. Yes, and Amazon's Astro Robot is now is now a roving security guard for businesses. And this was actually uh, always the plan, ladies and gentlemen. We are looking at how this does resemble the 1990s movie RoboCop. And why not have a security guard on the, or a robot security guard, on the clock 24-7. Yes, indeed. In the world of applications, YouTube is making headlines as they will soon start requiring content creators to go ahead and disclose that they have used generative AI if they did in a specific video. Why is that? What are the ethics behind it? We're going to be discussing that in just a bit as well. We're also looking at how Google Maps is tweaking transit directions, adds emoji, emoji reactions, and even collaborative lists. We are looking at how Google wa- wants to make Google Maps a more of a social media interaction, also very interactive with the user. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, and as it is Thursday, you bet that I am up all night. Catch me. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup on everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. We're talking all about SpaceX and how they're actually planning to launch their Mars rocket starship tomorrow. Now, U.S. authorities have actually given the approval for the second flight test, and we're expecting a much, much more advanced rocket to be launched tomorrow. Now, the two-hour launch window actually opens at around 7 p.m. UAE time, but it does depend on the weather conditions. This will be the second attempt to launch Starship into its test flight orbit from SpaceX's launch facilities all the way in Boca Chica in Texas. Yes, and we're looking at how it was just approved to launch and it should happen tomorrow. And Elon Musk actually posted it on X, which is formerly known as Twitter. But if you want to watch it, we're going to tell you guys how to watch it because SpaceX will broadcast the launch on its website and social media channels and you best believe x will have exclusive coverage as we do know that elon musk wants to make x the super app for literally everything now the broadcast will begin about 35 minutes before liftoff and as the case is with all developmental testing the schedule is dynamic and very likely to change so be sure to always look at x account for updates if you do want anything related to that launch but we're looking at what would happen with the first attempt or what happened now the first orbital launch attempt in april did fail because of a technical issue and right here on the show we did cover that and engineers had to deliberately blow up the rocket mid-flight when the second stage did fail to separate from the booster now chunks of starship did tumble back to earth after engineers ordered a rapid unplanned disassembly which is a process that automatically disintegrates the rocket or destroys the rocket now it did reach a peak altitude of 39 kilometers over the gulf of mexico when the mishap did take place now elon musk had said at the time the flight still gave them 
plenty of data to try again. And we always have to remember, ladies and gentlemen, that it's always trial and error when it does come to sending starships or anything into space. And, uh, you know, NASA all the time back in the 1960s and 70s failed time and time again. But the thing is, with social media nowadays and the internet, we know every single second that happens when it comes to sending things or spaceships into space. Yes, indeed. Now, Friday's test is just meant to show that Starship's ability is going to be uh, beyond what we've seen before in their beginning commercial operations. And we're hoping that the landing will take place like it is planned. Now, Elon Musk does hope to make life multiplanetary, which basically means that SpaceX does claim that Starship is the most powerful launch vehicle yet to be developed. And it is able to produce around 3,991 tons of thrust, which is 15% more than NASA's Apollo moon rocket rocket Saturn V. Now, the company has actually been contracted by NASA to develop the Starship Human Landing System, which will one day help astronauts land on the moon under the U.S. Space Agency's Artemis program. Time will tell, but we'll definitely keep you updated with all that happens with this rocket launch. And as Mahani mentioned, you can always tune in on uh, SpaceX's official website to find out more details. We'll be taking a very short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about a colorful meteor shower that is going to be lighting up the UAE skies this weekend. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we're going to leave you with a song that does represent Thursday, Lovely Day by Bill <laughs> Withers. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about how to watch a meteor shower right here in the UAE. Now, a bright and colorful meteor shower is expected to light up the skies over the UAE this week. And the showers are going to take place from November 3rd. And it's already we've already been seeing to the first week of December, but are expected to be at their peak actually tomorrow and Saturday. And the best time to observe these showers is from midnight onwards all the way onto Saturday. Obviously, if the weather conditions do offer a clear view. But right now, as we are looking at the weather in the clouds, it's not the best of the clear view. But it looks like it's going to rain. Yeah, and uh, we're looking at how Leonides are also known for their fireballs and Earth grazer meteors. And that is what a statement from NASA. Yes, indeed. Now, fireballs are actually larger explosions of light and color that can typically persist longer than your average meteor streak. And that's very exciting because that means we have a higher chance of actually witnessing it. Earth grazers, on the other hand, it's a name that they've given to meteors that streak close to the horizon and they're known for their long and colorful tails. Once again, which basically means we'll have a better chance at seeing them. Leonid, or Leonid uh, meteors actually originate from Comet 55P Temple Tuttle, which was actually discovered back in 1865. And pieces of debris from the comet that interact with the Earth's atmosphere typically tend to create this meteor shower that we all love and enjoy. The U.S. Space Agency did say that there is a, a Leonid storm every 33 years that can peak with hundreds to thousands of meteors typically taking place per hour. The last storm took place in 2002, but one of the most spectacular ones that we've witnessed actually happened back in 1966 when thousands of meteors per minute were falling through Earth's atmosphere in the space of 15 minutes. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, again, we are looking at how there's uh, only so many meteor showers that happen per year. 
And uh, again, last storm did take place all the way back in 2002. But the next meteor shower will be the Geminides, which do take place in December and are visible in most parts of the world. And Omni and I have covered this time and time again on the show whenever a meteor show shower does happen in the world and across the UAE skies. And if you want the best visibility, obviously, you would need to go to the desert <laughs> or where there is less light pollution because you want to see a very close and clear meteor shower but again uh, you know so far we, we do hope that the weather does get better in sense of looking at the meteor shower as we're seeing right now uh, last time i checked about two hours ago it was very cloudy and musty in the skies but hopefully soon the shining will take the clouds away Four two one five, ladies and gentlemen let us know what you guys think we are taking a very short break but when we come back we're talking all about amazon's astro robot and how it is a roving security guard for business Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. We're talking all about the robot that a lot of people actually fell in love with when it first came into the headlines. Astro Robot by Amazon is now actually getting a job change because they're now actually updating him, upgrading him, and making him become a roving security guard in their stores to detect break-ins as well as other threats. Now, this robot doesn't just come as the robot itself. You're also getting a subscription fee that is only launching in the U.S. so far. The service is called Astro for Business, and it comes at a hefty price tag of $2,349. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, before the break, we did ask you guys to text us in at 4215. Let us know if you're going to be watching the meteor shower. And we got a text from Amar Nimr saying he's going to be going to the desert on Friday and Saturday for some stargazing and hopefully being able to watch the meteor shower. Good luck to you. And ladies and gentlemen, if you do watch that meteor shower, do send us a message on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio and show us the beautiful images that you can capture. But going back to the robot, it is having a very hefty price tag. But again, ladies and gentlemen, when you bring a human in, also that would be a very hefty salary price for a guard or two guards that would be taking shift 24-7. But when we look at Amazon, they did announce Astro for Business, which is a version of its household robot that it's framing as a crime prevention tool for retailers, manufacturers, and a range of other industries in a space that are up to 5,000 square feet. Now, Amazon did unveil Astro, its first home robot ever, all the way back in September of 2021. And the Squat, which is a three-wheeled chair, can roll around the house to answer Alexa's voice commands, and it does even have a 42-inch periscope camera that allows it to see over countertops or other obstacles to check if a stove has been left on, among a lot of mundane tasks. Now, just two years on from its debut, the original Astro, which now costs around $1,600, so we could say the price of a new iPhone 15 Pro Max is available in limited quantities and in on invite-only basis. So, again, uh, it's kind of like the popular kids' table. You are not invited unless we invite you. And also, we're looking at how Amazon announced last September at its annual hardware and software event that it was testing Astro with some businesses. And on Wednesday, the company said it has seen some traction from companies in health and wellness, food and beverage, construction, and, the, and much other sectors. Now, this does remind me of the time of the COVID-19 pandemic when we had people, unfortunately, having COVID. And obviously, at the time, we didn't understand COVID that much. So we deployed, or not we, I hospital in Spain actually deployed a robot to check on these patients who had 
let's say, uh, chronic disease because, again, they didn't want to infect them with COVID-19 because at the time we didn't know how COVID-19 reacted. We didn't have vaccines. And the robot was there not only to check on the patient, but to also comfort the patient during their time at the hospital and at the same time kind of like having a have a companion and we've seen it time and time again with ai and machine learning implementing a robot giving it a command or a prompt saying be nice be sweet be caring to xyz and then the robot will do as announced and now we're looking at how the robot is now going to be protecting us against crime in certain companies or even warehouses. Absolutely. And Amazon themselves have actually seen that firsthand with Astro's intelligent movement. Now, the way he moves actually helps provide visibility on blind spots and also in different areas that existing stationary cameras could not potentially see or even view, which gives business owners peace of mind because they know that their inventory, their property is completely protect protected even when they are not there. Amazon did actually point to different data from the National Retail Federation, which is a trade association advocacy group that was showing that there was shrink, which actually includes shoplifting and organized retail crime, reaching nearly $100 billion in the year 2022. And so this is exactly why they've decided to create a product like Astro and sell it as a part of its different uh, suit of security products that they've actually been working on for quite some time. 4215, let us know what are your thoughts. We'll be taking a very short break, but when we come back, we're actually going to be talking talking all about Bing Chat and how Microsoft is actually rebranding it into Copilot and making sure that they are ready for a very, very fierce, we could say head-to-head -head competition with ChatGPT. Tech this out. Tech this out. Oh, 95. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about YouTube and how they will soon require content creators to disclose the use of generative AI. Now, video sharing platform says it does want to ensure the authenticity of its content to curb potentially dangerous, narr dangerous narratives. Now, YouTube creators will soon have to disclose the use of generative artificial intelligence in their videos as the company does seek to reign in the beneficial but polarizing emerging technology. And for those who don't know, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of a lot of content creators, but but moving away from the normal long form YouTube videos, we're talking about shorts. When it comes to shorts, ladies and gentlemen, there has been an uprising trend of using generative AI for basically every single detail of that YouTube short. And there's actually been guides on YouTube regarding that as well. It's just been very interesting to see how these 13 and 14 year old kids are making money off of YouTube just by using generative AI. So basically what, what will happen is they'll get the topic from the internet. For example, let's say how to get a super rare weapon in Fortnite, and then they'll go to whatever generative AI application they have. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there is hundreds and thousands of them now and type in that prompt and then go to another website and get in the video and then go to the other website and get into images and then they'll get a voiceover to do it all for them. Literally, all they have to do is download everything, mash it up into one thing and post it on YouTube. But sometimes, as gentlemen, we see that not all of the information is correct. And if you've watched a couple of movies on TikTok, yes, I said movies because nowadays uh, we're looking at 15-minute movies or bits of movies, you see that sometimes the subtitles are not as accurate. And that is because they are using AI 
for the captions. Absolutely. Now, looking at it, this is actually very important, and it's a great move, my YouTube, especially because we're talking about curbing, misleading, and also potentially dangerous narratives, especially when we're talking about content that typically discusses sensitive topics like elections or ongoing conflicts or even any public health concerns. And so viewers will now be informed that the content has been altered or is, synth or is synthetic with a new label that is going to be added to a video's description. And I love this because it reminds me of what X has done recently, especially when you see a video, they do fact checking. There is not necessarily much of content moderation, but there is fact checking on videos. And so sometimes you see a little blurb under a video showcasing or explaining to us what it is that we're about to see and whether it's fake or real. And so for certain types of content on sensitive topics there is going to be a much more prominent label applied to the video player now youtube has already been uh, working towards creating more stricter content guidelines that they can prohibit amongst other technically manipulated content but the rise of ai has definitely forced them to reevaluate their policies so they can prevent a more serious risk and much more uh, serious harms ai's powerful new forms of storytelling can definitely be used for the good and for the bad and many times they can generate content that has the potential to mislead viewers and so if youtube didn't create this there will be a lot of legal, uh, we could say, implications in the future. And so even though they didn't really give a specific timeline for these new generative AI guidelines that they're planning to launch, they are at the early stages and parts of the rollouts will be coming over the coming months and into the new year as well. Yes, and we have been looking at a lot of technology companies and how they have been have begun enforcing regulations to ensure the use of generative AI. We also look at countries like China and the U EU and also the U.S. and how they are also, uh, you know, putting guidelines for the use of AI. And it's becoming a very, very prominent, uh, you know, let's we're not gonna say issue because it's not an issue at this point, but let's say a case. And uh, you know, they do want this cause to prevent any things in the future so no one says well i didn't know well we told you 4215 let us know what you guys think we are taking a very short break but when we come back we're gonna have anna schofield right here on the show to tell us all about her new show and we're going to be doing it via zoom so keep pulse 95 locked because when we come back we got a jam-packed segment for you guys this is future talk future talk future talk with Al Saleh and Hany balkis Yes, you're listening to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. And as Future Talk comes to an end and as we start to welcome the weekend, we are also welcoming a brand new show onto Pulse95. And we've got with us on the line Anna Schofield, who's going to be hosting her very own show. It's so nice to have you on the show with us today, Anna. How are you doing? Oh, I'm so good. It's nice to be here. It's nice to jump into your show because <laughs> I don't get to see you two enough. Oh, we've missed you. Yeah, you're 100% right. Yeah. No, we're not used to having you via Zoom. We're uh, usually used to seeing you in person when we do get <laughs> to see you. But, you know, we have you on here today because of the very special occasion of the new show that you are the host of. You want to tell us about it? I'd love to tell you about it. Yeah, it's very exciting because it's going to be a different vibe. Um, obviously, normally I would be there with um, Big Hass talking nonsense for three <laughs> hours on Yalla Home. And we've done that for five and a half years um, but, you know, change is good. I'm jumping into the weekend and um, what we've done is mixed it up a bit. So the show is going to take you through maybe spots in the world that um, this part of the world likes to visit because 95% of the population here is um, expats. Mm -hmm. So we all jump out to go and see our families if we can around the world. 
But also there are magical locations that, that you know, the Arabs love to visit London, for example. Mm-hmm. There's always lots of, of Arabs in London during the summertime. And I, I've known that growing up. So then it's about, well, why and, and how many travel and is the flight easy and things like that. Um, and then we're going to be talking about, you know, maybe artists, actors, comedians. Um, I'll be touching on uh, any kind of performer that might be in the region at the time. And I can jump in and tell you all about that. And it's quite interesting this weekend because um, Russell Peters, big comedian. I don't know whether you guys like him. I love him. I don't know if you've seen him live. Yeah, uh, Russell Peters. Yeah, this guy's an OG. I've been seeing his content. Uh, I yes. think he had a Netflix special as well back in the day. That's right. So interestingly, he had a whole Middle East tour planned. And literally two weeks ago, he went on um, IG and cancelled it. He said that obviously due to the situation here in the region, it was just he felt that it was inappropriate mm-hmm. to continue the tour. But there's one date that he's keeping. And that one date is here in the UAE on the 23rd of November. And I'm going to be talking about that and why, why that one date to him was so important and why here in the UAE. Um, but also, um, Hani Omnia, I, it was really important to me mm-hmm. to sort of talk about Pulse95 in general, really, because we're all so different as presenters. Mm-hmm. And we don't talk enough, I think, about the fact that not only are we different as presenters, our shows are all different. Mm-hmm. So I asked our boss, Mr. Safe, I said, can I highlight a show every weekend, sort of promote to it? Um, to say what's coming up because we're all so unique and he went absolutely so Fantastic. this weekend I'm going to be talking about the fact that the halftime show our very own sports show here with Omar al has won an award in mm-hmm. America mm-hmm. which is incredible and we need to talk about that and then I'm also going to talk about Kalam Astro because mm-hmm. our lovely um, well friend and presenter <laughs> Alia al Nuaimi. I've had to practice saying that name <laughs> Alia al um, is yeah, uh, she's starting her own show as well. And that's going to be about space. That is and an- that is so unique. You know, you don't get that anywhere else. Yeah, of course, 100% amazing. What time are you going to be on? Uh, what, what's the timings during the weekend? 2 till 3 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. Two to Super three easy listen. Yeah, you're, go- you're going to be taking our time slot as well. You know, during the weekdays, we do 2 to 3 p.m. So it's kind of like handing the torch over for the weekend. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, I'm going to snatch your time at the weekends and then hand it back Monday. It's all yours. And again, we're very excited. And I do believe it's going to be a weekend pulse. That's right. The weekend pulse. So it's a bit of everything uh, all jumbled up together for one hour. That is amazing. And and again, uh, I will be tuning in uh, for the first show ever. It's going to be jam-packed. I'm sure you do a lovely job on the mic and off the mic. So again, Really excited and congratulations because, again, this is a very, very, very big accomplishment and great news to hear. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Different vibe, different feel, brand new. I love change. I'm a Gemini. We love changes. (laughs) Well, we truly hope everyone goes ahead and tunes in. We will definitely be tuning in. We want to wish you the best of luck, Anna. And to all of our listeners, we want to wish you a beautiful weekend ahead. We'll see you once again on Monday. Same time, same place. Only here on Pulse. 95. But again, if you want Anna... On the weekend, <laughs> same time, two to three p.m. We'll see it. Uh, we'll see you Monday, same time, same place. Only here on Pulse ninety-five.